genre. Rocky Men, the daily podcast where we finally show up at the arena one hurricane at a time. I am Jason. And I'm Doug. And joining us today all the way from Indiana Jones Minute is Pete Mummer. Hey, guys. What's up, Pete? How are you today? Not too much. I And I this hurricane thing just makes me tired. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> well, uh, today we're knocking out Minute 97, which begins with an anxious Mickey and ends with, it's time, kid. Ooh, Mickey. <laughs> yeah. It's a good Mickey. Yep. Yeah. So Mickey's waiting. Yep. Obviously, yep. Rocky's not here yet. I, I totally understand what Mickey's going through right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm waiting on somebody, mm-hmm. I am I am super anxious. Yeah. Yeah, me too. What exactly is this hat covering? <laughs> <laughs> what is the purpose of this hat? You know, maybe just the crown of his head is cold. <laughs> or maybe, because we find out next... Uh, movie that he's Jewish, it's covering his maybe yarmulke. He has oh, a yarmulke. Yeah, under, yeah. he doesn't it. want people to see it, and he doesn't want people to see it. Yeah. You well, know. he was a Mickey was ahead of his time on the on earbuds. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that too. <laughs> he's wearing them just like you, one in, one out. Like if you're wondering what, what we look like right now, minus the hat, it's this. <laughs> I use the two earbud method. I only like the one. Well, it's like you have one in. Can I hear you if I put both of them in? You hear better. (laughs) I feel like, you know. No, I don't hear you now. I hear hear two Pete's (laughs) and no Doug's. But we're in the same room. Yeah, but I, like, he's really loud right now. Oh, okay. And and I can't hear you at all. I feel like if you have the one in, it's like you're talking on the phone. But I'm not. Yeah, because we've got that thing in California, too, where if you're driving, you can only use one. One really? what? Earbud? One earbud. Like, you're not allowed to use both earbuds if you're in the car, like driving. Oh, interesting. Is that um, because you need your hearing for I think driving? So. I'm assuming. To yeah. be aware of your surroundings? Though? Yeah. It's good. It's good. Policy. I don't think we have that law, do we? You think we'd know? No, no, we don't have that law. We have, we have hands free, you know, but no, no uh, earbud limit. Mm. <laughs> you can use as many earbuds as you want. <laughs> many, Four or five. As many earbuds as you need. <laughs> Now, Mickey spits on the floor. Mm. Uh-huh. Gross. Despite my anxiety about this very situation, I don't think I'd go that far. Yeah. It's spitting on the floor. You would punch the wall, though, I'm assuming. I, I might. I might punch the wall. Like a little little jab to the wall. I do like his run or I'll break your head, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's got the strength anymore. <laughs> he did get a couple of pretty good slaps in earlier. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Nothing's more demeaning than a good slap. <laughs> um, do you think this kind of anxiety still happens the same way anymore? You just call Rocky's cell phone and be yeah, like, where, where are you? Are yeah, you, that's man. true. Although there's no way Rocky's answering a text. <laughs> no. I like when he, he wouldn't send back like a wink emoji or like a... <laughs> be there, be right, BRB. <laughs> OMY. <laughs> OMW. OMW. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he, first of all, he wouldn't spell any of the texts correctly. <laughs> yeah, I'll be an Italian. And, <laughs> and if you did, like, let's say you're Jay, for example, 
and you did, and Mickey called Jay and said, "Jay, where are you?" Jay would do as he does and lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've like, never told the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm right down the block. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just... I've he's never just, <laughs> in my life told the truth exactly how far away I am. <laughs> Most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> really? I believe Pete does. Pete, do you always... Are you at anybody... When you're supposed to be somewhere at a certain time? No, I'm, I'm actually like you, Jason. I'm, I, I'm terrible at that. And my wife... I drive my wife crazy because... Like, I don't have a car, so I walk everywhere, and she drives everywhere. And so whenever we're walking someplace, everything to me is always two blocks away. Oh, it's two blocks. It's close. It's two blocks. <laughs> and we'll walk like six blocks, and she'll just be livid. It's like, it was two blocks like six blocks ago. No matter how far away I am, it's always 10 minutes. Unless I'm 10 minutes away, then it's five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the thing about the blocks, though, if you did say it was six blocks, two blocks, like, it wouldn't matter. You'd still have to walk it anyway. So why lie? <laughs> or is it you really in your mind you think it's two blocks? Yeah, I, I think I in my mind I'm always like, ah, oh, it's fast, you know, it's two blocks. It's mm-hmm. it's like shorthand for ten minutes. Right. <laughs> shorthand. Yep. So you and Jay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, most I I was reading something a while back though that they said most people have admitted to lying about how far away they are when people ask them. That's a really? very common lie. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. But you're you're a truth teller, it sounds like. Doug? Yeah, for the most part, I am. Like, if I, you know, if I'm asked, say I'm on the parkway and I'm passing exit 109, and somebody asks me, Where are you? And I'd no. say, I'm passing See? exit 109. Nope. You see, that's 100% <laughs> wrong. If you're on the parkway and you're passing 109, let's, let's say you're coming up to exit 109, mm-hmm. you're going southbound. Right. And my wife calls me and says, where are you? I say, I'm coming up to 105. <laughs> but why? I always, I always go to the next exit. You got you to give yourself some wiggle room. I don't know. Like, I don't you know. got to give yourself a little little extra time. And then when you show up early, you're like, oh, oh man, this guy's a good driver. This guy's fast. <laughs> it never works out that way. It's like, uh, you know, like the sitcom trope where you're trying to be in two places at one time. It never works out. You always get exposed. <laughs> yeah. Because then when you say, I'm only 10 minutes away, and then 10 minutes go by and you're not there, then you get the phone call. You know what's funny? Yeah, that's funny, though. It's funny we bring that up because if I'm driving home and I tell my wife I'm 10 minutes away, Mm -hmm. and then in 10 minutes she texts me like, where are you now? And I'm like, what the f***? I'm on the way home. Like, leave me alone. But then I'm, maybe if I just told the truth. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> so you're saying if I told the truth that I was actually 20 minutes away, that I would, oh. You I wouldn't, see, I yeah, see. you wouldn't have to go through that. The other danger is if you drive into a snowbank and the, your wife sends all the rescuers 10 minutes away, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> it's true. See? <laughs> Like I don't have to worry about that so much out in California, but here, especially <laughs> yeah. today, Jay, where it's so, so I'm in a ditch 20 minutes away, and I see the rescuers passing me to go 10 minutes away. Would they go to my house first and then drive 10 minutes, and then they're like, well, he's not here. Wrap it up. Wrap, it, wrap up the search. <laughs> Although presumably they know, the, they know the shorthand, so they're like, they go immediately to 20 minutes away. Yeah. Like, oh, we, know, we know where this guy is. Yeah, this guy is, yeah. He's an ex of 105. He, he, told, <laughs> he told her he was coming up to 105, so they don't check 109. <laughs> they, stop. they check from like 104 to 107. Yeah, but then when they realize what you are, they're like, well, they're not going to know. We, we know. We know. He's a guy. <laughs> he probably lied to his wife. And then when the fire chief's like, well, how far did you check? And they're like, we checked up to like mile marker 107. And he's like, you didn't go past me? Like, no, he said he was passing one, coming up to 105. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cops, there's a line of cops in the hallway here wearing riot helmets. Mm. Yeah. Riot helmets? 
They're like motorcycle helmets, right? Yeah. I, I have a hard time uh, deducing. It looks like helmets from Star Wars. They do. Or chips. Or, yeah, yeah, chips. Or like the 1968 Democratic Convention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do a good job in these, in these minutes, though, of... Uh, like making it feel almost like a riot. Like the crowd is so yeah, like everyone's pushing in up. so much. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of helmets these are. Riot helmets these days are are a lot heavier and mm-hmm. and ballistic. You think these guys look like real cops? Yeah, I would say so. I don't know. I can't see their faces. It, it, we would have to see a lot of mustaches. Seventies, <laughs> after all. <laughs> would you, would you get it? Would, would you think a guy'd get in trouble for leaning against the wall with his arms crossed like that, or is that? No, because you're not, you're not in the public view right here. You're behind yeah. the scenes, so that really doesn't matter. Even still, I mean, they're Philly cops. They're not like state police. They're not military police. Yeah. It's a lot more relaxed. When when Rocky opens the door mm-hmm. and goes in, there, there are these two suited gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, who are these guys? I don't know, man. Security or something, but they, they are... No, the one the one on the right looks like he like guides Rocky somewhere. Like I'm, The one on our right. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he puts like his arm on him, like takes him into a room or something. So maybe they're like the concierge. No, <laughs> those guys are huge too. Those guys, could, those guys could be the heavyweight champion of the world. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they could be like um, big officials, like something like boxing. If they got to check you out, like when you tape up your hands and stuff, they check everything out, don't they? Oh, like official. Oh yeah, maybe? like no brass knuckles, no. Yeah, the no judges, razor blades in their judges. in their yeah. gloves. Mm-hmm. Make sure everything's on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Mickey tells him there's a million people. Okay, that's a, that's a lie. Yeah, a little hyperbole there. Uh, but when Rocky's going like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," it's like it reminds me of my children <laughs> when they're, they're like, "Come on, put the iPads down. We got to get going." All right, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry, sorry. But then I like he's like, "I'm here." Like that's what's important. Why are Why are you so mad at me? I'm here. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky I showed up at all. Okay, now uh, I have to go to the book. It's a quick passage, but. Um, it's in the script and in the book. Okay, so when Rocky's going to the dressing room, um, Apollo emerges from his dressing room, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he asks Mickey if he can have a word with Rocky in the hallway. Apollo? Mm-hmm. Wow. Why? Yeah. Can, can I? <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, I'm going out there to win big tonight, and I hope you don't get hurt, Apollo said and looked at me harder than he ever had before. I hope so, too. The bad mouth in the press was nothing personal. It was just to get the public excited. Rocky says, pretty smart, and felt that dumb smile coming out of my face, but there was nothing I could do about it, so I just smiled dumb-like. I got respect for you, man, but I'm telling you, I'm going for the quick knockout. After Apollo said that, he started to turn away, and I felt like I had to say something, too, because I just couldn't let this guy insult me like that. Hey, yo, Apollo, I said, and Apollo stopped and looked at me. I'm going to try and win, too. Apollo laughed at me and walked back in his dressing room. Oh, I hate that. I don't like that at all. That's stupid. I know. It also, it changes the, like, what everything means coming up when Apollo's trash talking and, like, trying to yeah. intimidate him. It, it, like, that completely takes away from that. Well, we're, we're led to believe that, that Apollo's full of venom here. Yeah. Like, throughout the whole movie. Yeah. You know, he's, he's so, like, uh, singularly focused on, on winning that, you know, he's angry about how the last fight went. And now he's just kind of explaining it away. Yeah. Almost as if, like, we're not supposed to... Like, Apollo in Rocky 1 was a good guy. You know, he was he was Rocky's antagonist, but he was a good guy. Right. And it's almost like they're trying to really hold on to that when... In this, I mean, if he's a villain at any time, it's in this movie. Right, right. 
Yeah, but yeah, it's, I think you you nailed that. Like I think it, they're trying to make him hold on to that. Well, he's still a good guy. Mm-hmm. But you, you kind of get that at the end of this movie anyway. Like you, yeah, you, yeah, I don't like that. Doesn't really hold up. So good, good. Another good cut. We've I've read a few scenes that were uh, were thankfully cut. Yeah, yeah. That that's garbage. That is. Nobody <laughs> wants that. You want to you want to you want to not like Apollo ultimately. Like you want to hate him. Yeah, but he's really not a bad guy. He's not a villain yeah. by any stretch yeah. of the no. um, imagination. Like I said, he his focus here was to get Rocky back in the ring and we heard him say like by any means necessary which means him posing as the bad guy whether or not he meant it but I mean you see him training you see him grabbing right, that picture right. of Rocky off the mirror and crumpling it up like he's angry he's angry and he's he's out for blood yeah so where are we at we cut back to Rocky's house okay see the turtles on top of the TV they're enjo- enjoying the fight yeah yeah I didn't know that they uh that Adrian was originally going to be in this, like at the fight, and I, I think it actually works better. That I, I guess she was filming another movie, but and so yeah. they had to cut these in. But I think it actually works better with her being at home. I do too, and it's easily explained. You know, like yeah, she, she just emerged from a coma, had a baby. Like, you know, doctor says you have yeah. to stay home. And like, if she's if she's at the fight, it kind of feels like it's a little too much like Rocky, mm-hmm. like the first one, mm-hmm. and then everyone after this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of going back to that well, if you maybe a few too many times, right? Yeah, it's a little, little different. So the, the announcers here are saying that there are many rumors circulating the fight, like Apollo's desire to draw first blood and to end it quickly, and prove that the last fight was a fluke, mm-hmm. which you know is the theme of this movie. They call first blood, first blood. Shout oh. out to Rocky's uh, yeah. following project. Yeah. Not Rocky, Sylvester Stallone. I can't, I can't separate Sylvester Stallone and Rocky for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, I, do you think that was intentional? Like, I, I know he was already, I think, had that in mind at this point. But I, I don't know. If, I wonder if they had a title or if they had gotten this far along in the production because that came out a, a few years later than this, right? This was, uh, I think, First Blood was eighty-one or eighty. I don't know. Two. Uh, I'm not sure, but it, it may be. Yeah. Maybe first blood. I mean, is that was I don't know. Is that a, a common draw? First blood, I guess, is a like a yeah. common idea. Yeah, yeah, heard it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but when the when the announcer says that rumors are circulating, Apollo's desire to draw first blood does that really qualify as a rumor? No, no, that's the truth. Yeah, it's but a fact. That's, first yeah. that's everybody's goal if you're going into a fight. You want to be the, get the. It doesn't just apply to blood. Obviously, it applies to you want to get the first good hit yes, in. Yes, yes, yes. You want to get the first whatever. That. Yeah. That. If you're playing basketball, the first I mean, if basket, he's talking about if he's talking about rumors, it seems like the a rumor would be like the fight's fixed, right? Baseball, the first run. <laughs> we understand first blood. You notice, you notice when uh, <laughs> football, the first. <laughs> You notice when Adrian when they mention first blood, she like rubs her palms like that nervous, sweaty palm. Yeah, like, yeah. She's nervous, she man. Yeah, she's not. She's not on board with this whatsoever. Paulie's at like eight or nine Miller Michelob or the Miller, Miller Genuine Giraffes in so yeah, the High Life. Ribbon. Yeah, Miller High Life. Miller High Life. <laughs> do, do you think people think this fight's fixed? Like, do you think that's what the rumors might be referring to? Or well, they there was, I guess, accusations that the last fight was fixed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm sure there's people out there with their antennas up. Antennae? <laughs> antennas? <laughs> their antenna? <laughs> what, what are the, the bags that are all over Paulie? 
He's got a beer in his right hand, but then... Probably like takeout food. He's got that sandwich he's eating later. Is that? Yeah. I think when his mouth is full and he's yelling. <laughs> I'm going to move for a sandwich now. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I like... So I like what happens next where they switch between... Um, the dressing room. The dressing room. And, and Apollo is like fired up. Like, first of all, isn't he going to tire himself out? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder that too. But like Apollo's like fired up, looking in the mirror, swinging away like he's just pure aggression. Ready to go. Hurricane punches, right? And then you switch to Rocky, who's kneeling in the dirty bathroom, praying on the sink. But it's just two completely different moods in each room. And I like the way they they go, you know, two two times each one back and forth to to show the contrast, juxtaposition. That's a word. (laughs) Nice. I would seriously like. Especially being in my mid forties, like if I did that hurricane thing before a fight, like there wouldn't be a fight. Like <laughs> no, that, that, that was that was the fight. Passed out in the dressing room, from <laughs> <Yeah>. exhaustion. <laughs> I could do like a light breeze, maybe you know, like a gentle rain before the fight. But <laughs> not it, a hurricane. Not a hurricane. Maybe a drizzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the the one guy in the red is loving it. Duke is Duke is intense too, man. These, yeah. these guys, this is intense, man. Yeah. Can they fix the dripping faucet in that bathroom the Rockies in? The faucet closes. It's got that us. that sink that uh, soap dispenser looks like the kind where you get like that pink powder soap, that disgusting, oh <laughs> yeah. old timey powder soap right. out of. Looks like a that like clumped up once it yeah. water. It's like a soap yeah. dispenser from the late seventies. <laughs> Didn't we have one similar to this in our bathroom at we headquarters? Still do. <laughs> <laughs> We, are we have the one where you where you go to the bottom, you push it up, yeah, and, and, and the liquid little, drips out. Little liquid drips out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nice touch, though. That you know the sinks are dripping, and you think of all these things as being like super glamorous, and then you go behind the scenes, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just like a depressing bathroom, and everything's leaking, and everything's kind of sad and tawdry. Pete, you have a mild anxiety disorder. <laughs> how uh, how do you feel about kneeling on a, a public? bathroom floor yeah no no way because either you're getting the front of the robe on that bathroom oh, floor yeah. or your bare mm. knees and either one of those is not a not an yeah. acceptable it's gotta be bare knees though have you ever knelt in a robe before <laughs> unless you put a towel down but i can't see rocky putting a towel down no he's right on the tile <laughs> um last year when he did this very thing uh we had crystal beth on for the for the pre-fight stuff, and she was going bananas over him kneeling on the dirty yes. bathroom floor. <laughs> now, back to uh, Apollo and Duke. Pete, last season, you had uh, the minutes where Duke had a shirt unbuttoned. Uh-huh. And I know earlier, this um, before we started this season, you requested more sexy Duke minutes. So, <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, <laughs> so, I mean, Duke in that tight-ass white shirt is as sexy as yeah. he gets in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he is jacked. Duke, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Duke can be fighting tonight, man. I mean, Apollo. <laughs> you see Apollo later, like you know. Is Duke? Do you think Duke's a fighter too? I'm sure he was in his in his youth. His heyday. Also, I wonder. I, I would have to look up the real age difference between Apollo and and him, or uh, Carl Weathers and Tony Burton. But in Rocky Four, uh, he t- Duke tells Rocky that he raised Apollo. And he's meant like after a fight he picked him up. <laughs> like <laughs> held him in the air. <laughs> so I wonder like how how long out of the out of the fight game Duke has been. You could see those through that shirt, like those apps. Like you could still Yeah, he's like you could hit him as hard as you could and he would just smile. Mm-hmm. 
And there's, a, again, another chain on the outside mm-hmm. of the shirt. Are you a big jewelry wearer? Neil asked us this last week. Are you a big wearer of the jewelry? No, I don't even wear my wedding ring. Okay, fair like enough. Like, I, I can't, I don't, I don't like wearing jewelry. Like, I just, I don't like the feeling of jewelry. Yeah, that's, wedding ring is the beginning and the end of my jewelry wearing. I don't think it's as prevalent as a thing as it used to be. I feel like back in the 80s and 90s, everybody wore jewelry. Yeah. But then again, I mean, Vanilla Ice and <laughs> Mr. T. Yeah, would you, would you have been more of a, would you guys have been more of wearing a cross guy or wearing a, like a, a Mercedes Benz hood ornament guy or a... <laughs> Just like a, a giant simple chain. clock, like flavor, flavor. <laughs> yeah, a giant clock. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I used to. My, my father was a career firefighter, and I had a chain where they had the firefighter emblem on it, uh-huh. uh, a charm. And I used to wear that when I was like a younger kid. So I, I, I think I was a chain and a charm kind of guy. I, I had a Yankees chain. I had a rope chain with a Yankees mm-hmm. charm. Mm-hmm. Were you ever a jewelry guy or no? I wasn't. No, not really. I think I had like one like thin chain for a while. I think. Yeah, rope chains are big on ring. I had a rope chain. I had a ring, cross ring. No bracelets. No, I never wore bracelets. Yeah, I tried even to wear a watch, and that didn't take. Um, just to go back, uh, Carl Weathers is eleven years younger than than Duke than Tony okay. Burton, so it could have been feasible. All right, because if you say I raised yeah. him, like you, twenty five, and say yeah. he's like thirteen, fourteen, yeah, you could pull that off. And I like this this older guy in the room too. Looks like he's got a hearing aid and a like a cauliflower ear too. Like I like it. in Apollo's room. Yeah, there's like the guy next to Apollo's wife. Hmm. What second are we at? I'm all over the minute. 30. Maybe not. Maybe no, I just, think that's just a Bluetooth. Did you say? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> he's wearing a Bluetooth. <laughs> what is <laughs> Apollo's wife looking at? She's not looking at him. No, she's not. Unless there's another mirror <laughs> and she's watching him in another mirror. But. <laughs> There's a lot of white in this scene, Doug. What is the white robes and the white outfits? What does that all symbolize? What is white? You want me to find out what white symbolizes? No. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, we know what red symbolizes. And Apollo's crew is draped in red. The, uh, the interiors of the arena were filmed in Los Angeles. Yeah, at the Memorial Arena. Which uh, arena was it? The LA Memorial Arena. It's right next to the uh, Memorial Coliseum. Like, if you go there today, the space shuttle's there and the Natural History Museum and stuff. But there used to be, a like, a big arena there. Oh, nice. Like, the Lakers played there for a while and the Clippers. And the- There's a nice touch here, though, with the 76ers pennant. Just to let you know. Oh, yeah. It really takes place in Philly. Don't, don't be fooled. Well, I like that there's a, there's a poster for the Philadelphia Track Classic, and it's sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> I was trying to read that. Is that what that said? <laughs> I, did, I saw the McDonald's symbol. What is it? Philadelphia Track Classic? Where are you looking at? Where is this? On the on Rocky's bulletin uh, board behind. Uh, let me find a. I guess right after Rocky stands up. Philadelphia mm. Track Classic. Now what? Are, what does that mean? How do you see that? Yeah, you got to blow it up to like full screen. I could. Well, I'm watching on. I'm watching full screen. I've I've got it on Amazon, so I'm watching the full. Hmm. What is the Philadelphia Track Classic? Jay, you want to look that up? Oh, Philadelphia Track Classic. Okay. Let me just go to my notes. Maybe that's a sandwich at McDonald's, like the McDouble Classic. (laughs) Philadelphia (laughs) Track Classic. They scrape it along a track first. So, Philadelphia. What what do you suppose that with the contrast between Apollo's uh, noisy dressing room and Rocky's quiet praying, what do you you think they're trying to illustrate here? Uh, I I like Rocky's kind of 
you feel like he's out of his league here. Mm-hmm. You know, Apollo's like, I'm winning this. I've, I've got this. He's all prepared. And Rocky's kind of like, God, don't let me die. Yeah, he's he's like almost putting it in the hands of God. And yeah. Apollo's like taking it into his own hands. Yeah. Apollo's definitely got a nicer dressing room. He does. Rocky's got a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's other, uh, you know, more common area of the dressing room where he got taped up and everything, but we don't, we don't even see that. Yeah. Like, what is it? Three back and forths where Rocky's just kneeling and praying? Yeah. Um, when, when Mickey comes in here, he takes his hat off like he's about to deliver bad news mm-hmm. <laughs> when he says it's time, kid. Yeah, I like that. And I like that the, the yellow that the, like Rocky's at, Rocky's team is wearing doesn't match the yellow of his robe. No, it's a little um like gold, it's a gold golden. Yeah, it's like gold and kind of orangey yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo's red matches his entire crew. You think? Yeah. And the whites. Look at how bright white Apollo's. All of that. Pete, I know you have a mild anxiety disorder. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about wearing white, white pants and white shirt like Duke? As long as it's Would before be, Labor Day. I'd be afraid of spilling something on it. Yeah, well, I, I, almost everything I wear is black, so mm. that would just be weird for me anyway. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if I were if I were if I were a prize fighter, I might I might do it. I, Apollo can pull it off. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like not a lot of people can pull that look off, you know. But his he and his crew can. Yeah, and I think for the most part, if you wore all white as a Caucasian person, it might mm-hmm. wash you out completely and make oh, you yeah. look like an albino. <laughs> yeah. If, if, yeah. If a Caucasian person wears all white, you look like you're in a boy band. <laughs> yeah, you look you look like Vanilla Ice or yeah. <laughs> Anything on the track, Classic Jay? Just no, not really. Just looks like a track meet. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Which brings us to the end of minute ninety-seven. Yeah. So, Pete, where can uh, our folks, our fans, listen to more of Pete Mummert? Check Pete Mowart out on the Indiana Jones Minute. We've got a podcast where we do pretty much exactly what you do. And uh, if you check out our last season, you can hear uh, Doug Greenberg, too. Yeah, it was on for one minute. One minute of Tank Chase of uh, yeah. Last Crusade. Yeah. Which means you have finished three full movies and are begrudgingly on to the fourth. Yes. <laughs> so, so you can use this time to catch up on uh, the first three seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, take it right into season four and um, possibly season five. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Why is there another one coming out? Yeah, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah, after after Spielberg does West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Starring you know who. Who? Harrison Ford. <laughs> Obviously. West Side Story? Yeah. West Side no, Story no. With Harrison Ford? No, the, oh. <laughs> the new Indiana Jones would be. <laughs> they better hurry up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, us Instagram Facebook you know at Rocky Minute f- listeners group on Facebook Mighty Mix doing genres where you can listen to all our shows uh, that's it it's, it's minute 90 <laughs> we're at episode 98 of a second season we've done like 100 200 episodes if you don't know where you can find us by now I don't know what to tell you <laughs> maybe this is the first episode they're listening to oh welcome <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> All right. Go listen to yesterday's episode and find out where you can find us. <laughs> All right. See you everybody tomorrow. Hopefully it's not snowing anymore here. What are we waiting for? Take us.
really fizzle out in these episodes, don't we? 